0: now listen to Dyke Hewitt Mills
1: Oh tell them even if they don't believe you just tell them I can't.
2: Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this morning and thank you for your blessing. We are grateful, Lord, that you have brought us together and we are thanking you, Lord, for the opportunity to serve you this morning. Father, we ask that you lead us into the truth of your word. Bless our lives. Lead us. Thank you for The chance to live for you, to serve you, to follow you. We are grateful. Just lift your hand and thank God for this morning. Thank him for his word. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Luke chapter 19. I'm uh, very happy to be here this morning. Sunday morning service, it's a long time. I've been preaching every Sunday, but in different places. And I preach in the evening, here, when I'm here. So, those of you who are here, all invited, amen. Today I am sharing about Zacchaeus. And I'm preaching from Luke chapter 19. The Bible says, "And he entered into Jericho and was passing through." How many of you are aware that this is a partners' service, a service to encourage partners? We want partners for the Healing Jesus Crusade mission and vision. Amen. And so, that's the aim. The service. So, my aim is to make you a partner of Healing Jesus Crusade. Hallelujah. I don't want you to have, I want you to know why I'm here. Amen. In advance, there's no mysteries about it. Hallelujah. I want you to be involved in God's work and be blessed. Now, the Bible says, and he entered into Jericho and was passing through, and there was a man. Called by the name Zacchaeus and he was a chief tax collector and he was very rich. Hallelujah. And Zacchaeus was trying to see who Jesus was and was unable because of the crowd for he was small in stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree in order to see him. For he was about to pass through that way. When Jesus came to that place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for today I must stay at your house. And he hurried and came down and received him gladly. And when they saw it, they all began to grumble, saying, He has gone to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stopped and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, half of my possessions I will give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will give him back four times as much. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. Amen. This is a very... Um, powerful scripture. is a powerful scripture because it, it ends, it's a powerful passage because it ends with one of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible. The reason why Jesus Christ came into this world. He came to seek and to save that which is lost. Amen. And according to the Bible, the whole world lies in wickedness. And in sin. Is that not so? And so, the whole world is lost and needs um, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. All right? So, the first thing that we see in this powerful little story is that Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through Jericho. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, it is very important that Jesus passes through every town. Hallelujah. There are many towns in the world. There are many towns in Ghana. There are many places in the world. And there are many cities, villages, which need Jesus Christ. Is that not so? And because Jesus was passing through Jericho, Zacchaeus had the opportunity to be saved and to be delivered from his sins. And so I believe, as a Christian, not even as an evangelist, but as a Christian, that Christ is needed in every town. Can I have an amen from somebody? Jesus Christ is needed in every town. And so we as a church cannot just sit down here and be thankful to God for his blessings at the Kodesh. And be grateful for what he has done. He has done great things. He has blessed us. But we must be aware that Jesus Christ is needed in every single town. Because when Jesus passes through your town, and Jesus passes through your life, oh, what a difference he makes in your life. Hallelujah. Is it not true that Jesus makes a big difference in your life? All right? So this powerful scripture says, For the Son of Man is come to save and to seek that which is lost. How think ye, if a man have a hundred sheep, and one of them be gone astray, does he not leave the 90 and nine and goeth into the mountains and seeketh that which is gone astray? That is in Matthew 18, verse 11. What the Bible is t- telling us that if you have a hundred sheep and we have a hundred sheep in the Kodesh, and there is one lost, do we not leave the 99 and go into the mountains. Hallelujah, into the mountains, into the villages, into the towns. Amen. You know, most Ghanaians and Nigerians want to go abroad. Most people in Mali want to go to France. Most people in Ghana and Nigeria want to go to England. But the reason that we want to go there is not to become an inferior citizen of those countries, which is what happens when we go there. We are not respected over there, our countries are not respected. And our color is also not respected. You may not know. When you live there, you will find out. If one day I I went to the bank and the way they spoke to me, I realized later that if I was of another color, they would not have talked to me in that way. And uh, later on, I met a, a manager who was a black man. And he treated me in a completely different way. And he was actually surprised at the way the white people behave. And and so when I was, just before I left, I asked him, so do you normally just deal with black people as a black man? He said, he was quiet. He said, well, yeah, that's what happens, you know? So you realize that you are not regarded, you are not respected, you know, you are nothing. But why is it that we all want to go there? Why, oh, why, superfly? Why? Why do we still want to go there? The reason why we want to go there is simple. We want to be led, we want to have a government which thinks about everybody. We want to have a government which, when you are 700 kilometers away from the capital, there will be light, there will be water, there will be road, there will be somewhere to sleep, there will be everything there. We want such government, not a government which, when you are just, you, you, you are just even a, a few meters off the main road, I mean, you are going to breathe dust until you die. By African leaders... That is our, we are, we are masters of forgetting people. There is a film that I think everybody should, well, not that everybody should watch, but if you watch it, the last sentence in the film is Rambo. Have you watched Rambo before? Part two. At the end, you see, Rambo was sent to go and rescue some um, prisoners of war. And when he managed to rescue them and bring them back, the people who sent him, Decided not to rescue him and come and and, and help him. So they abandoned him. The Russian uh, commander said, it seems you were abandoned on direct command. (laughs) So as he was abandoned, there, uh, there was somebody there who was challenging the other American. How can you abandon Rambo at this place? How can you do that? And you know what the man said? He said, I cannot risk my helicopters and I cannot risk my men for a few forgotten ghosts. Those prisoners of war who are Americans, who have fought for them and have done everything and have given their life and have risked their life and are now prisoners, these people are saying, I will not risk my helicopter for a few forgotten ghosts. And so because of that, they abandoned them. And that is the attitude of most African leaders, and that is why I've driven to Nigeria many times. I've driven to Cote d'Ivoire, I've driven all over. I tell you, once you are out of sight, they will not remember you. We were in Kwanta. there is no road to get there on on the side of Ghana, on the side of getting to the Togo side, and there's no road. There are doctors' flats there, There there's no doctor in the town. There's no, there's no, I mean, forgotten ghosts. That is how we are. Is that not how we are? But I'll tell you, I'll take you to France. And I'll take you to a village. All the way from Paris up to that village, there will be a road. And then when I get to the main, to the last road, and I have to turn off to a, a small road that leads only to one man's house. You will see that there's a there's town, the road. It's a third road. you go about five kilometers, only one man's house. They have started because he's, a, he's not a ghost. Because he's also a human being and he's also a, a member of the country. And he also pays tax. So what I'm saying is that just as our own African leaders are doing these kind of things and we are all living in it and experiencing it and wanting to live, when we come to the church, let us not repeat the same thing. That because people are not in Accra, and because people are not just here at the Codex, we are going to forget about them. Because they are not forgotten ghosts. They are people whom Jesus Christ died for. They are people who God loves. They are people who Christ sent his son, God sent his son to die for those people. Every human being you see, it must occur to you that this person is somebody whom Jesus Christ died for. Every town, every village, every nation, every color, every type of person, Christ died for the person. And when we do that, and our minds and our attitudes change. You see, that's why we shouldn't criticize. Because, you see, when you criticize, before you realize you are the same thing. You are criticizing the government before you realize you are exactly doing the same thing. Once he's far, there is nothing. So Jesus went through Jericho, and Jesus asked the question, How think ye, if a man have a hundred sheep, all right, Does he not leave the ninety and nine and goeth into the mountains and seeketh that which is gone astray? The second point I want you to know is that many people like Zacchaeus are sinners and dying in their sins. Hallelujah. The Bible says it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. This man was in a, in a place where it would be very difficult for him to ever come to heaven. Because he was a rich man who was enjoying the taxes of the people, taking all their money, mistreating them on behalf of the Roman government. And it was very difficult for him to be saved. But through the passage of Jesus Christ through that town, he found salvation. And Jesus said at the end of the story, today salvation has come to your house. May salvation come to the houses of many people. Through our obedience and our remembrance. Hallelujah. Many men are trusting in their riches. Lo, this man that hath not made God his strength, but trusteth in the abundance of his riches, and strengthened himself in his wickedness, is what the Psalms say about rich people who have forgotten God. Charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. The Bible is teaching us to warn people not to trust in money, not to trust in anything, but to trust only in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Hallelujah. Now this man was a despised man, but Jesus was never, and Jesus never tried to be a man of reputation or to impress people. For him to associate with somebody like Zacchaeus, he raised his reputation among the Jews. But Jesus was not a man to follow what people think. For him to even talk. You see, when he went to his house, they began to murmur, saying this man has gone to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. No, you will not find Christ shying away from sinners. But in our modern churches, you will find us drawing away from sinners. You, you find us drawing away from people who are not like us. You find us drawing away from anyone who is a bit far. Anyone who is too difficult to get to. Anyone who going to that person will bring some risk or some problem. We were recently in Nigeria, we, we, we were almost killed. Gunshots, shooting all over the place. And when I was going, one of the, one of the members said to me, you know, We were worried that Bishop will not come here again. And I said, look, if white people can come to Port Harcourt to look for oil, they are kidnapped and kidnapped and kidnapped. They keep coming and they die and they go to Angola. whilst the war is going on, one time I flew to Angola, you know, and the war was still on then when, when we landed. The war was on. But as we were landing, I saw, you know, the oil rigs. You know, white people, they are there. Whether there is war, there is no war. They are there. Collecting what they need. Why should I run away from somewhere when there are souls whom Jesus Christ died for? If a white man will not run away from that place because of silver and gold, which perishes and which disappears after a short while, why should I run away? But most of us, We run away from what may make us funny and look odd. And if God has called you today, stop running away from your call. Don't say, I don't want to associate with such things. I don't want to associate myself with something that will make me look odd. But Jesus was not a man to follow what people thought. Hallelujah. And like Zacchaeus, many people need Christ but have obstacles because Zacchaeus was a short man was very short so everybody around him was an obstacle and he needed to overcome those obstacles in order to see Christ and there are many people who want Jesus Christ but there are many obstacles preventing them from knowing Christ hallelujah and one of the obstacles that is preventing them from knowing Christ is our laziness because we are not prepared to go and because we are not prepared to sacrifice, and because we are not prepared to pay, those people don't have the opportunity to know Jesus Christ. Zacchaeus was a short man, and he had to climb the sycamore tree in order to see Jesus Christ. If he had not climbed the sycamore tree and overcome the obstacles that were between him and Christ, he would not have have the opportunity to see Christ and to enjoy Christ. There are some people, the only thing that is preventing them from knowing Christ is because they are 600 kilometers from here who will go who will go and how will they go you see there's a scripture in Romans 10 it says how, how can they preach unless they are sent another one says how can they believe how can you believe on someone you have not heard and, and then there's another scripture which says how how can they hear how can they hear unless there is a preacher how can they hear These are the obstacles. Just like Zacchaeus, there are thousands of people in Togo, Benin, Burkina, Ghana, Nigeria, and all over the world waiting for us. Waiting. And the obstacle is our laziness, our unwillingness to sacrifice, our unwillingness to pay the price. But God is calling on us today. He's saying, like Zacchaeus, many are waiting for me. If only Christ will pass through that town. One day I was preaching and I was preaching about Zacchaeus. And I realized that Jesus was passing through that town. I'm not Jesus, but I came in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. I came in the name of the Lord to tell them that there is neither is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name given under heaven among men whereby we can be saved. Christ our Savior. Christ the Lord. Christ's blood. The blood that washes us and saves us and rescues all of mankind from sin and from damnation that christ must be that christ must be preached that blood must wash the whole of ghana and must wash the nations and the regions and the poor people and all obstacles that keep us from getting to them and that keep them from knowing christ must be put aside the sycamore tree must now come up and help us so that zacchaeus can see the lord and be saved and be healed and be blessed hallelujah so ladies and gentlemen This is all that time will allow us this morning, but I believe that the message is clear. It is time for us to go out there and also do something. And if you can't go or you can't preach, you can send the preacher. You can say, preacher man, let me give you some money to go go preach with this money. God bless you. And I know that God is going to bless us and God is going to be gracious to us. As we do his will. And as Jesus goes through the town, I know he must and he will go through many, many towns. Before we lie down finally in the grave. Many times the devil threatens me that he's about to kill me. Many times I hear the enemy telling me, you know you are about to die. And I say, Satan, not until it's over. When it's over, it will be over. But until it's over, it's not yet over. And I tell you, brothers and sisters, we don't have much time. What we have is a little time to do something that we have to do, that no one else can do except those of us who are here at this time. May the Zacchaeuses of our generation hear the voice of Jesus ring it out in the night, in the day. Zacchaeus, come down. Oh, how wonderful it is that Zacchaeus was called by name. And God always calls you by your name. He knows your name. He called Adam. He said, Adam. He called Abraham. Abraham. He called Isaac. On the Isle of Patmos, he called John. He called Peter. He said, Peter, do you love me? He he knows people's names. He knows the people's names in all the towns. He's just waiting for us to go and tell them. Tell them how he loved them and how he died for them. Help me and help us to preach the gospel and to take it one step further to one more town. By your help and by your partnership, we can do more for Jesus. Amen. Stand to your feet, please. Close your eyes for a moment. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity that we have in you to serve you, to love you, to do your will, to do your work. We are thankful for this opportunity in Jesus' name. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here today and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me, please. Help me to know God. I want to be born again. I want my sins to be washed away. By the blood of Jesus. Listen, take me serious this morning. Bible says, unless a man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. If you are here today, you need Christ to wash your sins away. And I want to pray with you to give your life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand. Just only your right hand up high. And I'm going to pray with you. Lift it up high. Thank you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Pastor, pray with me. I want my sins to be washed away. I want to know Jesus as my Savior this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lift it high. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. I see all your hands. Now, if you've lifted your hand, I want you to come to me because I want to shake your hand. So just come to me right here. I'm coming down to meet you. I'm coming downstairs. I want you to come. I want to meet with you. Come from wherever you are. God bless you. Bless you. God bless you. Wow. No, no, don't, don't go away. I'm going to pray with you also. I want to shake your hand and also to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Welcome. I want to pray with you now. Just close your eyes. Say this prayer. Say, Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Today, I come to you just as I am. Please have mercy on me from today. I give my heart, say it out loud, I give my heart, I give my soul, I give my everything to Jesus Christ. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, from today, I belong to Jesus Christ and I will serve Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name for today and for saving me. From today, I will follow you. I will serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Hallelujah.
0: God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more.